So how did this Tony Award-winning musical get turned into meme-level awful before it even hit theaters? Today I'm talking about Dear Evan Hansen. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about I am talking about Dear Evan Hansen, which is a beloved uh, Tony, at least recently beloved Tony Award-winning musical. It starred Ben Platt, and then they made a movie with Ben Platt in it, and it got reamed uh, before it even hit theaters, uh, which I'll get into in my intro. But I finally saw it, and I see what the problem is pretty much right out the gate. So. Without further ado, let's get started. I don't make any attempts to hide that I am a former theater kid. It's not like I live and breathe theater, but I have an affection for musicals and performance that a lot of people might not. Which is why I was mildly excited that Dear Evan Hansen was getting a movie adaptation. I hadn't had a chance to see the show thus far, and I enjoyed the songs, the show's songs immensely. But red flags started filling in almost immediately. Casting the 28-year-old Ben Platt in a role he originated on Broadway? Not great. Especially considering how Lin-Manuel Miranda, of all people, passed that up for In the Heights. Then the first trailer dropped and the general consensus was, Dear God, this looks like a train wreck. And then once the movie hit theaters, that feeling was amplified thanks to negative audience and critical reactions. So why? Why did this hit Broadway show bomb so hard as a movie? What if I told you I knew it would be bad from the first frame? For those that don't already know, the film follows a lonely high school kid named Evan Hansen, who suffers from extreme social anxiety. As an exercise to boost his self-esteem, his mother encourages him to write letters to himself. But when an acerbic classmate takes his life and has a stolen letter from Evan on him, everyone assumes that Evan and Connor had a special bond. So, I wanted people to be wrong about this movie, but sadly, I think everybody had the correct reaction to the trailer, because this movie is bad. Bad in a way it shouldn't be, considering the music is by the same fellas who made the toe-tapping numbers to The Greatest Showman. Some universal themes, and yet it is. So, why? There's a lot of surface-level reasons that aren't the real problem. A lot of people made fun of how old Ben Platt's character looked compared to other people playing high school kids. And yes, weird. But you could possibly hide that a bit better. A lot of other people said that Evan Hansen as a character is hard to relate to. And yes, Evan does a number of shitty things in the show and movie. But if you listen to the songs and just the songs, you kinda get it. He gets in deep really fast and is finally having a life he always wanted and doesn't have the tools to stop himself before it's too late, you know, like a dumb teenager would. So what's the problem? The problem is director Stephen Chobsky has no, (laughs) Chobsky, sorry, has no idea how to make a musical and in particular, this musical. So, remember when I said I knew this movie was going to be bad from the first frame? I knew that because the visual language of this film was all in Chabosky's wheelhouse, which are wonderful but very grounded dramedies about growing up, being a parent, all of that, with very desaturated colors. He directed The Perks of Being a Wallflower and Wonder, if that gives you any context. 
Which is fine if you're adapting a stage play, but you're not. You're adapting a musical with bombastic songs and filming it like one of those understated dramedies. I'll use one of the musical signature songs as my example, Waving Through a Window. Waving Through a Window is a great song for a Broadway show. It is upbeat, fits snugly into the I Wish category of song, self-evident in the name, has a great melody. And on stage, it does a perfect job of putting you into Evan's headspace. Even the Tony performances isolated Evan via spotlights to make his social interactions feel small and fleeting. So when he's belting to the rafters hoping somebody notices him, it hits, because visually, he's alone. The movie, on the other hand, has none of those fantastical elements. It's just Ben Platt singing to the rafters while hanging out in his bedroom, or walking into class with his classmates, or standing around his locker. It plays like an awkward music video instead of a feeling that captures Evan's state of mind. It's the bad musical problem of no one reacting to somebody who is clearly singing right in front of them thing. The film's only solution f- so, uh, sorry, this film's only solutions for this are a bunch of tight close-ups on Ben Platt, which is not what you should do when you've got an actor who's older than all, all of the other people playing kids and honestly makes Evan look and appear more sinister. And that's one song in a musical that is full of songs. Needless to say, the movie never recovers because it takes this mis- misguided approach to almost every track afterwards. Every song feels like a music video montage or an awkward improv game, which means the songs don't hit as hard as they could, even isolated from the visuals, and Evan comes across worse because the film makes him look like a creepy weirdo amongst a bunch of kids. It's a boulder that starts rolling as soon as the movie starts and never lets up. The verdict is it's a slog. Without the musical's novel approach and visual style, Dear Evan Hansen becomes a dreary slog. 3 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.